Hello and welcome to the next episode of the self-development with tactics podcast and today as you can see in the background we are going ahead with yet another book and I hope there is no such bad background sound as I hear it I'll maybe manage to yeah this will be fine this is fine I guess and as you can see in the background we are going to discuss another book and today I've decided, um, because it's actually the second episode and the second stream and the second YouTube video uh, which I'm producing, that I will yet um, talk about another uh, finances book because, you know, I was just, you know, reading uh, privately a lot about uh, body language, which is uh, actually something I really have to uh, talk about as well on this channel, a little bit more in depth. Because I really found a great, great, great book summary, which is called the uh, the distinct book of body language, if I remember correctly, and um, it is just a really great website. You know, the whole body is just you know broken down into several uh, categories, and then you can really see um, you know what certain postures of your body uh, may indicate or actually indicate, and all these things you know from actually really head to toe some kind of but um, therefore I've really decided to go ahead with another business book and today I've chosen or chosen Dave Ramsey the total money makeover why I've chosen this one is because um, you know I've seen the I actually have to show you um, I was going through their top books and then I was just really um, you know I really seen this and then I went over this quote so on the quote is we buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like which is actually you know quite the truth and a lot of people do this but the thing is um, why I've then taken this book is because Gary V actually said the same quote you know he just said it and then I was like yeah, the chances are pretty good that this is one of the only books that Gary Vee actually read. Because as you might know him, he isn't really talking, uh, not talking, but reading anything. He really hates reading. And therefore, I, you know, kind of find it stupid that a lot of people just, you know, talk about readings in such a manner that it is something so good and you will get so fucking successful through it. Um... You know, which isn't true actually, totally not true. Um, but you know, this was actually the reason why I've taken it. And you know, all these other are either you know things I actually know, and actually I've you know been speaking about. Maybe I will actually do the four-hour work week as well again. I've initially um, have read another summary back in 2018. Such a no, it, it might even have been 2017. I do not know. Uh, actually, I have read a summary about it. It wasn't quite a book I really liked, even though a lot of people talk about it and a lot of people really um, talk about it in a pretty, pretty good way, which then I, you know, couldn't really understand, actually, some sort of. But, um, but yeah, we are going to talk about it. I do have to manage everything especially with the microphone i'm actually maybe i'm showing you my setup right now i was just you know 
Oops. Am I fucking it up right now? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. It's gotten a little bit loose. Yeah, no, it works. It works quite fine. And in the last episode, the, the audio was too fucking uh, loud anyway, so it doesn't matter. But we have to go on with this book. And then I just seen The Millionaire Next Door, and I, you know, I thought, you know, I make this one because it's the sixth place, sixth place and not the seventh one. Um, but uh, I you know, kind of got through it and this is all, you know, this was only something you actually hear over and over and over again by um, other people. And then I decided, yeah, you know what, um, I'm not going to do this one because, you know, you actually know a lot of it. So it wouldn't be that interesting for you and for me. And therefore we are going to start with Dave Ramsey, The Total Money Makeover. I've actually, there is actually another book I think that's, you know, pretty much titled the same, which is quite funny. And, you know, there you have to see really who was the one who, you know, copied uh, the other one. But yeah, The Total Money Makeover by... He forgot something. So the Total Money Makeover is a book on personal finance which covers all the basics of sound household money management. The bullet summary is pay all your debts and don't embark in new ones, which is, you know, quite an easy tip, but it's actually the truth. You know, if you do not have any debts, you know, everything is great, at my point of view, and you can really start saving. I think you should actually start saving, you know, from your really early days, you should be, you know, saving money your whole life long. Um, save up and invest. And the third one is earmark all your expenses. And I didn't really know what earmark means. And therefore, unfortunately enough. And if you didn't know, I always translate everything with deep L it is. I do actually haven't looked up if it's actually, you know, deep learning or machine learning or something like that. But um, earmark. Yeah, this is actually a good one. You know, you should always know what your expenses are, what your income is, and all these different things, which is, I think, you know, the, the pretty easiest way of, you know, managing your economic portfolio, maybe. <laughs> maybe something like portfolio. I don't know. I don't actually know. But let's see. Full summary. Financial sec security is illusory. Dave Ramsey says that most of us have a few financial worries, but overall feel rather secure. But that security is illusory. Would you still be financially secure if you lost if you lost her job? Probably probably that just one letting little thing would change everything, right? And which is actually one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of rich people just really um, you know, tell you that. <laughs> no, I'm not a scam, man. You know, uh, so for the podcast listeners or the YouTube listeners, uh, I'm streaming right now. And someone just asked me if I'm a scam. No, I'm not a scam. It's totally, you know, I'm only going through a book summary here on the left, as you can see. So no worries. I'm just, you know, I'm pretty much not talking about my own experiences. I'm just talking about a book summary. Yeah, because I do not have yet my own experiences. 
with it. So with, you know, a lot of money and, you know, freedom and, you know, one of the most hated uh, hated expressions of mine is financial freedom. You just hear it all over the place, everywhere. Everyone is talking about it. It is total bullshit. Only because everybody is talking about it. And it's, you know, such a word to, to let, you know, uh, to make it all uh, sound a little bit better or something. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. So, uh, so would you still be financially secure if you lost your job? Probably that just one little thing would change everything, right? Which means you're a little step away from disaster. That's actually true. And, you know, it's some kind of funny that the most people on the world only have one income stream, which is, you know, they just work and they get their money through their work and they only work on one single thing. And this is actually one of the reasons why I really tended to go on Twitch as well. Because, you know, if YouTube breaks down and everything is just fucked up, I do have another resource I can use or just another source I can use. Which I found, you know, even though streaming might not be the, the best thing for me, best fitting thing for me, not the most liked thing of mine. But, uh, but yeah change now. Uh, what's the solution then? It's to change right now. It's to put you on course to f real financial security, which means for me that you should actually be, you know, working on something besides your actual job so that you will become or will have some pillars or, um, you know, maybe two or three. You know, the actual um, average millionaire has about six income streams, which is fairly a high amount because if you just, you know, see most of the people just have one income stream and millionaires have six and Tony Robbins even has 55 if I remember correctly because he has actually 55 companies and therefore I just assume that these all bring him some kind of money so yeah um yeah limit debt Dave Ramsey says that debt has become such a part of our culture that it simply seems normal to be in debt. Yeah, that's probably right, because most people, if they can't buy them something, they just, you know, go in debt, borrow some money from the bank, and they just, you know, work with that, which is, yeah, really funny. And um, I also seem it or, you know, look at it like, yeah, it's normal and so on, but, you know, it's not that uh, good of a thing. The author is especially cautious or caustic or whatever towards credit card debt, which give us the illusion of wealth, but only create future problems. Um, actually, on Friday in school, we have you know watched a marketing movie, and there they were always or also talking about why um, you know paying with credit card or in general with card doesn't have to be a credit card. It could have been a debit card as well, or you know some other things. Is always you know a little bit problematic because you just do not have the real connection between the money and yourself which means that you know if you just pay something um, you know with cash you actually see what you are losing um, no no um, so I just got a comment on the stream, which is, people are only rich because of luck. They were born in the right circumstances, got lucky, came up with an 
idea first etc that's totally not true man or girl whatever you are um most of rich people just work pretty hard and yes they had an idea but um you know you could have an idea as well you can have an idea as well but if you do not you know do something with that idea you just you know fucked up you just have to you know put that idea in action and make something out of it this is you know this is not it because then the really hard work puts in or you know comes in um yeah just for my point i'm still working on my social media things this is my business some some kind of and this is what i'm really really willing to grow and you really have to understand that with the internet and with this opportunity we have right now this is your chance to really get into business and really start your own thing and monetize your passion um i assume that you really hate or really do not like to do things you actually yeah do not like <laughs> it's a dumb phrase but um but the tendency to work hard is a value instilled in them by their father or environment yes that might be true um you know parenting and all these things are pretty important in terms of uh success and you know your characteristics and your um yourself but the thing is i work hard as well um but working hard is just you know some kind of subjective term but it is nothing that my parents gave to me this is nothing my environment gave to me i am you know surrounded by people who aren't working that hard the thing is if i want to do sorry just kicked my <laughs> kicked my fucking microphone if you are willing to do something man you just can do it you know if you want to work hard you can work hard there's nothing that you know could uh, you know come uh, come between you and working hard but if they were raised bad they won't think long term and chase immediate pleasure yeah but the thing is you can think on your own you you do not have to think the things your parents are thinking only because they really you know injected into you and you know you have their patterns that's that's pretty right man but um you do not have to do this you can think on your own you have you know you have the choices of yourself and you can determine your future by yourself um you know this is what i think at least but thank you for your comment man really thank you great comments always like them big stars in hollywood and businesses that made it sold out to the <laughs> choose control everything it's it's a satanic illuminati agenda if you go to amazonic ritual you get you can get fame and success i wouldn't say that um i wouldn't also say that um <laughs> man <laughs> now again little silly man nevertheless i'll go on with the book summary um by the way i'm pretty interested in the jewish um jewish religion because i think you know they they you know it's it's kind of really sounds like a little um anti-semitic or whatever it is called but i think there is actually something that you know because of that um that they are or a lot of them are just you know so successful because you know the thing is you can't really deny it um out of i think it was 400 no it was yes it was again i think and uh, you know do not take it for for anything uh take it a little bit of a grain of salt 
Um, if you just see at the 100 most, um, what is it called? Most, uh, most, most, most wealthy people in America, 40 of them are Jewish. The thing is, you can view, view it as, yeah, like you're anti-Semitic and, you know, these are just 40 and this is, this isn't even the half of it and whatever. But the thing is, um, yeah, it might even be just, you know, me putting it into this perspective. But the thing is, I'm nevertheless pretty, um, pretty interested in it because, you know, um, even if it's media or just books or just the whole history who put them, you know, on some kind of pedestal, um, I'm interested in it nevertheless. And it just makes sense. You know, uh, if you might know a little bit of history and if I get it wrong, please tell me in the comments if you're on the podcast or uh, on the video, on the YouTube video, or just, you know, you know, hit me up on any social media link uh, or platform there is. There should be all down in the description or somewhere else. Um, what I initially wanted to say, yeah, they, you know, unfortunately, they were always some kind of the black sheep, which is, I think, you know, that real fuck, fucks with me because they didn't do anything. Everybody just, you know, you know, said these are the bad ones and whatever, which doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I really believe in kindness and, you know, really just, you know, trying to, to understand everyone. But um, this is not quite understandable for me. The thing is, they were some kind of punished um, to only work uh, on some jobs which has or which have to do with some kind of finances and um, other things like, uh, I, I don't know, I, you know, this is something I, I'm not that educated in. But the thing is, from that on, from the early, really early stages on, they only, or one of the only things they could have done is working with finances. And the thing is, if your religion, or it doesn't have to be religion, if your old ancestors really had to work with money all the time, they gain knowledge. You know, it's just what you do. If you work, or if your ancestors worked as woodworkers, you know, for hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of years, and, you know, your parents as well, maybe even, you really get a lot of knowledge, because there's there's such a time span of knowledge put into you in terms of patterns or anything else but you know to really make it clear um, I do not care about any religion I don't care if you are Jewish I don't care if you are I don't know what there is Christian I don't know if you're uh, a Muslim hopefully if it is called in English like this I do not care I only care about your happiness if you're happy everything is right and you know this is this is what I am about and this is really something I, you know, wanna wanna say clearly that there's nothing nothing bad I wanna say, really not. But yeah, let's go ahead with. And this is actually something Gary Vee has really been emphasizing that you should you know not really be talking about religion and politicians and something like this a lot because. It makes sense that you shouldn't do it because these are all topics that, you know, make people angry. These make people um, some kind of, yeah, just only angry and defenses. And, you know, most of the time they just have to justify themselves, which is really not my intent. Really not. But um, the thing is, you know, um, I do also want to be some kind of truth. 
you know, I just want to tell the truth and, you know, this was the truth. And, you know, I'm just, you know, thinking about it, you know, in terms of the, the video on YouTube. If I should cut it out, but uh, I will probably let it in because, because, yeah, because there was nothing wrong about it. I'm always some kind of, some kind of thinking like, yeah, if it's, you know, if it's right to say certain things and so on. And I really, I'm really being a pretty, pretty uh, cautious or I keep attention to it so, the, so that, you know, I do not really want to fuck with people. This is, this is not my intent, but we will actually have to go uh, on with this one. So uh, the first one is the 1K Starter emergency, emergency Fund. Stop thinking of emergencies like rare events. There, there's a 78% chance we will all experience major negative life events. The first step then is to set aside $1,000 for emergency situation. The first 1K is for emergencies only, which is, you know, a pretty good strategy because, you know, there, as he says, the author, or I don't actually know who is or who is writing these articles, but um, this is actually a good thing that, that they actually talk about it because, you know, these things can come up you know, every time. I do not really hope it for you. I do, do not really hope it for anyone. But yeah. The second one is the debt snowball. List all your debt from smallest to biggest and start paying off the smaller ones. As you successfully erase debt, it will inspire you to tackle the bigger ones. Makes sense. The third one is grow your emergency fund. The first step is to cover your emergency fund to cover your life expenses for a period of at least three to six months. So the first step is to cover your emergency fund to cover your life expenses for a period of at least... Okay, this makes sense because if you, you know, might lose your job or if something happens with your family, which, you know, again, I really do not hope for you and I really hope that you're happy, that you are successful with what you're doing, that you are wealthy and everything else, you know, but especially happy, especially happy. I wish it, you know, for, for quite everyone because, you know, if happy phone, happy, happy, happy thing uh, wouldn't be a thing, you know, a, a lot more people would be just, you know, really depressed and whatever. I just hope that you're so happy and that, you know, through happiness, all other things come at my point of view. You know, if you're happy, you will work. And if you work, you will some kind of get healthy and wealthy. And, you know, your happiness makes you healthy as well and so on. The fourth one is invest 15% of your income. The Total Money Makeover recommends that for a comfortable retirement, you need to invest 15% of your income on mutual funds. And then the author of this article says or just noted something, many other wealth books don't recommend mutual funds for the high fees. And they are right. I recommend I recommend you to check out Money Master the Game, which is actually true because um, as I remember correctly, and you know, this is just a stage where I have to say that if I just talk about pretty bullshit, tell me. Always tell me. Um, so mutual funds are just funds with a lot of people. Which means that a lot of people pay for something. I think it's actually stocks or something. I do not actually know. But the thing is, these come with pretty great fees. And so um, Money Master the Game 
which is actually a book I've been talking about on the channel as well, so on the YouTube channel. Um, you know this. You know this book really explains what you should be investing in and so on. Debt-free college. The Total Money Makeover recommends you send your children to school debt-free. You can do that in the following ways: with a scholarship, saving up with an education saving account which is tax-free, or just avoid college. And I really have to say that college isn't for everyone. And if you aren't really someone who wants to go to college, do not do it. Even though your parents or you know maybe your friends or your grandmother, grandfather is telling you. If you don't want to, do not do it. Because, you know, people quite only know like 10% of you. So, and you know yourself 100%. You know what you're thinking, you know what you're feeling, and so on. All other people can't and are not doing it. So, do what's good for you, and not what's good for someone else, just to make them happy. It's, you know, at the end, it's just, you know you not being happy, which shouldn't be actually the thing. Uh, the author the author Sidis emotional intelligence to say to say that only 15% of success is because of training and education. And thus he argues going into debt for college might not be worth it. Um, 15% is quite you know quite not that much. And the thing is most of all these successful people just had an idea and, you know, the thing is, they just, you know, dropped out of college. For uh, Zuckerberg, it was actually Harvard. And for um, for Bill Gates, it was, I think, the same, actually. But, um, you know, you just, you know, you kind of need the discipline to just go through all these pain and whatever comes up and just work on it and, you know, hardly work. And, you know, it is... In my point of view, especially always important that you work on something that you actually like. Because if you like it, you're probably good at it. And if you are good at it, you probably will be successful in it and might be even the best one on the market who is doing this certain thing. The sixth one is pay off biggest debt. The biggest debt is often the mortgage and that's what you should aim to pay off as fast as possible. It starts from the moment you take the mortgage. Make it as short as possible. The author says that borrowing against your home to take advantage of lower uh, interest rates is a terrible idea. The seventh one is have fun. The total money makeover doesn't want you to live with Scoochie McDuck, but to enjoy life as well. As long as you can spend without going into debt and can afford do enjoy your disposal income. Yeah, um, I think most of the time people actually, you know, just, you know, um, spend too much money and they, or, you know, you can put it into another perspective, they just have too less income. This, you know, would be the other side of the coin. Um, but the thing is, just, you know, don't live above your life standard. You just, you know, can provide yourself by your work or by your job or whatever. And, you know, just it's the same thing with losing weight a lot of people just get it so fucking wrong it's you know pretty easy in um in theory um and a lot of people just make it so fucking complicated the thing is the only thing you have to do to to lose weight is to just you know eat less or eat less calories or and or which is important and or you know move a little bit more 
you know, it's it's not that hard. But the hard part about this, or the tough part of, about this, is to actually execute it. This, you know, this is actually hard and tough. I think, you know, I haven't been going through it, but I think. But you know, most people just you know tell you about these diets and you shouldn't be eating carbs or you shouldn't be eating fats or whatever. The thing is, just do not eat as much calories as you are now doing and do not eat as much calories as you, you know, probably should be eating. Just, you know, about 500 less than your standard or standard is or should be. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, you know, living... Mm, yeah, it's actually true that you shouldn't really be eating like... Um, uh, why eating? Why I'm talking about eating? <laughs> um, you shouldn't really be spending your, your, your money on something dumb. You know, it doesn't make any sense to, you know, have seven TVs in your home or three cars, even though you're only alone and certain things like this, this if you can't really... And, you know, afford it. If you can afford it, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you're doing with your money. Um, but if you can't, you know, it might not be the best idea. And to maximize your dispose, disposable income, the author recommends you to take advice from the best CPAs, tax advisors, and lawyers, which is the same suggestion of Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, which was actually, to be honest, the first ever financial book I've been listening to. Back in the day, I was listening to while I had an internship at a at a company, and it uh, the internship was you know quite quite okay. It wasn't that great, um, but the book itself was also quite great. You know, I always like it to to have a story that is actually being told to you rather than just facts. You know, that put up into your face and just you know smashes into your face. Um, it's always a little bit nicer to, to have an actual story and especially when the story is some kind of, you know, the, the life experience of the author itself, which makes it, you know, some kind of autobiography. The real life applications. Uh, write down all your expenses. This little trick can be a game changer for many to have a better overview and quickly reduce their expenses, which makes sense. You know, if you know what your expenses are, you can actually, you know, reduce them or something. Yeah. Can I actually? This is something... Uh, can I actually... I can't really see it. Um, <laughs> there is even an option, um, you know, in the chat options. Uh, so that the the color can be read pretty easily, um, but yeah, which is you know which is great for me because I wasn't able to read it before, but it's kind of funny that you can actually be doing it. So um, uh, yeah, but nevertheless. Nevertheless, yeah. Um, yeah. Where did I stop? So yeah, write down all your expenses. This is a good one, actually a pretty pretty good one. But yeah, 
what do you mean to splurge on? All your money disappears, then you just have to save it up a little bit and do not buy something that you actually do not need. You know, a lot of people just, you know, buy some shit and, you know, just look at your expenses. Do not buy the, you know, the most expensive coffee if you're in Starbucks. Do not buy the most expensive bread and so on. Just, you know, look a little bit on your money and um, on what you're spending it. I've always been a really a person who is, you know, not ever in my lifetime, um, you know, spending my money on some really stupid shit. But, but yeah, yeah, that's not true. I just, you know, I had my dumb expenses as well. Most of the time, some sort of video games for me. For other people, video games are just, you know, their income, some sort of. Uh, stick to your budgets. Set aside money in advance for your expen expenditure and stick to it to avoid accidental overspending. Which is totally true. Cons, no debt agenda with silly paragons. The author says we should impinge on debt, and that's all true. But he says that most wealthy people stay away of debt and some of the best companies are completely debt free. Well, most and some mean completely nothing. Some of the best companies take up debt too and some wealthy individuals do use debt as leverage. The concept will uh, the concept still makes sense, but I'm a logic Nazi, and these cognitive biases drive me crazy. Crazy. In this case, it's an induction reasoning fallacy. Yeah. Um, basic. Similar to the richest man in Babylon, the science of getting rich, or the similar, or the millionaire next door. I find the advice a bit basic for people who have been reading on finance already. This is actually true, and this is what you know kind of disappointed me in this summary that um, you know it wasn't quite that ex ex advanced advanced and you know this was you know nothing quite new for me but you know for maybe some people need it and therefore I make these videos mutual funds don't go for mutual funds go for ETFs I don't know what this is deeper approach the total money makeover stresses behavior and habits about knowledge and i like its approach on making the changes instead of changing everything at once for example you should tackle things one by two so one by one to concentrate your efforts and stack up early wins converse all the basics while i say that it is basic as a con the total money makeover is great for all those who aren't yet following the suggestions Great mindset. The total money makeover has a positive mindset that reminds me a bit of the ant and the grasshopper fable. Basically, it's about avoiding flashy expenses and tackling your future problems today so they can enjoy a better life later on, which is totally true. You now and today have the opportunity to really determine the life you have in the next 10 years, the next 15 years, 20 years, whatever. It really depends on the habits you really gain today or the patterns you have today or decisions you make today and, you know, how you're acting today. It's all about today. What, you know, what was a week ago or two weeks ago, whatever, you know, is, you know, it doesn't matter. What matters is today because, you know, as I said, what you do today is what determines your life in, you know, the long run. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, let's see if there is um, actually something else or another book I could be talking about. I'm only, only 35 minutes in or 36 minutes in. Um, 
But yeah. Let's see. Uh, the four hour work week. Um, Yeah, I might be, yeah, what I'm going to do is um, answer a few Quora questions and see, you know, what the latest questions were in the self-improvement section or self-development section, however you're going to call it. And that is actually, you know, pretty nice to see that Gary Vee is, um, you know, additionally to all his businesses and whatever he's doing, has actually his Quora account. This is some sort of why I really came to the conclusion or just you know have seen that you can actually quite do it you know you just see the platforms and you know the platforms but you know you're actually not that aware of that um, you could actually be doing something on that um, but therefore I'll follow him always good to have him everywhere you are all these motivations and all these things and I can't really suggest you um, you know, to go through Gary V's, so Gary Vaynerchuk, I put a link to to him into the, uh, your, into the chat, so that you can check him out, no, not really. Uh, yeah. But Solly Loss or 